when it comes to women, you don't ask, you don't leave it up to them. No, you tell her, yo, this is where we're going. We're meeting here. Wear this, you know, take control. Hey, you're listening to the Sweet Pasta Experience. I'm your host, Sweet Pasta, a.k.a. The Princess Ho. And this podcast is for all the princess hoes and the men that love us. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. Princess Hoes and homies at Sweet Pasta, a.k.a. The Princess Ho. Thank y'all so much for listening to my podcast. Make sure y'all support Show Sweet Possum some love on the podcast streaming platforms. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Follow me on Spotify. And just share the podcast with a homie. So today's episode is called Tattoos and Body Worship. And I am teaching y'all how to ask a princess hoe on a date. In special edition for Los Papis. Because Sweet Pasta loves the Spanish niggas. Ooh, ooh, ah. So I got a question from one of the fellas. One of the pursuers, Sweet Pasta. Hey, I am not sure how to ask a princess hoe on a date. Any suggestions? Totally. So one of the dopest tweets I've seen on social media was when it comes to men and dating, men are not in competition with other men. Y'all are in competition with a woman's alone time. And I say that as someone who's very confident and independent and enjoys and is capable of entertaining herself. Like no longer is a time of the past where women just press for a relationship, marriage or singlehood. Like I would love a snuggle bunny. I would love for someone to rub my booty, but not at the expense of tolerating or entertaining someone who's not making me feel like I'm worth the effort and worth the pursuit. So just a friendly reminder, come correct. Put your best foot forward. So when asking a princess hoe on a date, make sure you research your princess hoe. Women, princess hoes, we do an amazing job at being talkative, dropping clues of what we like and what we dislike. And what's really dope is that nowadays you can research your princess hoe not only through conversation but through social media because typically people post their interests, what they like on their various platforms, you know, their hobbies, their day-to-day. But, yeah, make sure you research your princess hoe because you don't want to – pull up to a date that she doesn't like. I'll never forget one of my favorite YouTube series, Awkward Black Girl. This was Issa Rae's production, way before Insecure. And the main character, Jay, she went on a date with this white man, and he brought her to a poetry slam. And he brought her to that because he assumed just because she was black that she would like slam poetry, when in actuality she wanted to go to the event next door. I forgot what it was focused on, but it wasn't pro-black. It wasn't ethnic or nothing like that. <laughs> so make sure you understand what that princess hoe is interested in. And then operate out of definitives. What I mean is just be confident and execute. I'm a firm believer in ask for forgiveness versus permission. You know, after y'all have built a rapport, built a connection, don't ask her where she want to go. Tell her, we're going to meet here, wear this, meet at this time. Like, Don't give women an opportunity to think because y- y'all be thinking all day. I'm the queen of la-di-da, let's spend time and daydream in my head. No, sometimes women can be indecisive. So as a man, as a pursuer, you know, you got to exert that 
dominance, you know, step into your daddy energy, you know, make that executive decision. And there's no problem when a man makes an executive decision, not out of now the desire to control her, but when he's making that decision out of her best interest, something that will appeal to her. But when you make that executive decision, like, hey, this is where we're going to go. This is what you should wear. Even if it's incorrect, like you're still setting the tone that daddy's in charge. He knows what he's doing. He knows how to lead. I expect you to follow. You know, you have that energy and that reputation with her as, oh, this is someone who wants authority. This is someone who's a confident decision maker. This actually makes me think of my personal experiences with going on on dates. But before we jump into the episode, you know, we got to do the word of the day. So today's word is implore. According to Google, implore means to beg someone earnestly or desperately to do something. And the reason I chose this word is because in this episode, I'm going to show how some fellas, some pursuers were imploring to go on a date. <laughs> also, something I'm super proud of as we pasta is that I'm no longer imploring for a man to take me out, to treat me right, to make me feel like I'm a princess hoe. So we're going to call this Poppy Jungle because he's very wild and carefree. Plus, his nickname is based and related to the jungle. So Jungle and I met online, and he slid in my DMs, was like, hi, queen, you're so beautiful, would love to link up, slide on me, come to my tattoo shop. And I asked him, yo, Jungle, where's your tattoo shop? And he said, hi, Aaliyah. I was like, ooh, hi, Aaliyah. That means poppies. That means Cubans. Ooh. And then as we're talking, he mentioned, hey, I'm going to tat you up, free of charge, this is a gift from me to you. You know, tattooing is my passion. So because I want to distract myself from my responsibilities, my work, I made the hike up to Hialeah. And when I pulled up to the tattoo shop, mm-mm-mm, Junko was just so handsome. You know, golden brown skin poppy, long brown hair, a long red jacket. He just had his own style about him. So he asked me, hey, Pasta, what type of tattoo would you like? And I showed him I wanted a world with flowers around it. Because the tattoo was based off a quote that I cherish so much. It was Naira Wahid's. And the quote goes along the lines of, if nobody wants me, it's not the end of the world. But if I don't want me, it's nothing but a world of ending. Or something along those lines. So Jungle got busy. He started preparing and sketching a tattoo. And he was working really quickly on his phone. Just like, and I was just watching him. I was so intrigued. Like, wow, he's so talented. And I could tell he was or still is like a nerd and a geek in his past life. So he finally sketched a tattoo, and we got to it. I followed him to the back of the shop, and we got the ink going. So I'm in the back of the shop, laying on my stomach on a chair. And, of course, there's pain. I'm getting a tattoo on my right shoulder blade. But it wasn't too, too painful because this was my seventh tat. You know, ain't nothing new about it. But, you know, thug pussy, thugged it out, could handle the pain. And as I'm getting tatted up, inked up, I'm enjoying the conversation that we're having. You know, sweet pasta is a whole sapiosexual, so I'm all about intellectual conversations, mental stimulation, the whole shebang. So Jungle and I are having a back and forth as though we're on a date eating out. The only difference is, is that he's inking up 
my shoulder blade. And we're talking about an array of topics. We're talking about love languages. He mentioned how he loved being a girl dad, how he loved his princess. We talked about our past careers. I learned that Jungle learned Portuguese because he used to work at a restaurant. And he was a former former first responder. Like, he worked in the ambulance. And he could deal with blood. I learned that Jungle loves animals. He had a whole arm of tattoos dedicated to animals. And he talked about water and just love being outside. And he had mentioned, like, oh, yeah, Key West is super beautiful. The water is super clear. And I remember being so disappointed in myself because at some point, Jungle asked me, he was like, oh, so what do you like to watch? And I told him, porn. And I was looking for a response, looking for approval, and I was disappointed in myself like pasta. Stop sexualizing yourself. Stop seeking sexual approval from men. If you're tired of men sexualizing you, stop bringing up sex-based content. But anyways, I moved on. And then during a TED session, a drunk client came in, and he was a funny-looking dude. You know, dyed blonde hair, super arched eyebrows, stereotypical Cuban Miami poppy. And he was FaceTiming a woman in the shop so everyone could hear, and clearly he lacked confidence. You know, he told Shorty straight up, he was like, yo, I know there's other men after you. They got your attention. I'm just letting you know I'm feeling you, you know, I like you, and you let me know when you want to go out. And me and Jungle, we on the side. We just hee-hee and ha-ha and clowning a dude. And something that Jungle said was like, yo, that is not how you do it. Like, I respect his boldness, but when it comes to women – You don't ask. You don't leave it up to them. No, you tell her, yo, this is where we're going. We're meeting here. Wear this, you know, take control. And I was thinking to myself, ooh, daddy energy, confidence, ooh, the clear direction. So the tat session ended, and I was kind of precautious just waiting to see what would happen next between Jungle and I. And, of course, it was time to pay for the tattoo. So he asked me, like, hey, Pasta, come follow me to the back. So Jungle and I, we walk to the back into a dark room. He turns on a light, and he tells me, hey, I want to worship your body. And I was a little hesitant, unsure, because, sweet Pasta, I'm still finding ways to experience sexual pleasure outside of masturbation. So I was like, okay, let's just try it. So I laid down on the chair, very precautious of my new tattoo, and then Jungle begins rubbing on my body, admiring my body. He was like, I love your color. I love how natural you are, the peluitas. And then he asked me, he said, Pasta, can I perform oral on you? And of course, I said no, because one, I've struggled with yeast infections in the past, so I'm very precautious about who puts their mouth on my princess parts. Plus, I just don't like getting my pussy ate. I do not like getting my princess parts lit. Like, it's just, it just don't do it for me. So then Jungle, he starts to finger me. And it feels okay, you know, but it really wasn't excited me. So at that point, experiencing sexual dissatisfaction, I was like, yo, we should stop. So we left the back room. We go to the front. Jungle washes his hands. I leave. And then I felt kind of insecure about our interaction And I thought I annoyed him because I kept asking so many questions during our tattoo session because, you know, I'm a sapiosexual. Like, I'm very curious. I love learning about people. Much to my surprise, Jungle sends me a tattoo about a day or two later. And he was like, yo, I really enjoyed our time together. 
<laughs> I was like, okay. So then randomly I text them. I was like, hey, can we go on a picnic to Key West? And I specifically wanted a picnic because I thought, oh, he's a single dad. You know, to save money, we can just go to Publix and do something inexpensive because I've heard so many times, like, guys in Miami, they feel so pressed by showing off their money and impressing a woman. So I was like, let's do a low-key date, something intentional, something that will both interest both him and I. No reply. And then a few days later, I saw one of my homies, and, yeah, real weird situation. He was fingering me. Another conversation, another podcast episode. But he had mentioned that my pussy wasn't the tightest. So out of insecurity, I was like, yo, jungle, is my pussy loose? And he was like, no, it felt really good. Why would you ask that? And I was just like, typical. A man will respond to sexual-based conversations. And then as time went on, I came to the realization like, yo, jungle is not going to give me what I need. He's not going to take me on a date, make me feel like a princess. So, and jungle had hit me up on social media, you know, simping, commenting on my stories. And then he texted me multiple times when he realized I was ignoring him. But I just, I just moved on because I know what I want and I know what I don't want. And I'm grateful for the situation and the experience. One, my tattoo was amazing. I'm just so grateful for someone to share their passions with me. But two, life is an ongoing learning experience. And I'm just proud of myself for becoming more confident and self-assured and knowing what I want and what I don't want and who I'm willing to entertain and who I'm not willing to entertain. So what can we learn from this? First things first to all my princess hoes, number one, 48 Laws of Power, don't accept the free lunch. It's a setup, it's a setup, it's a setup. You pay for your product. I could have avoided an awkward situation had I just paid for a tattoo session. So no more adventures. Pay for your tats. Pay for your ink. (laughs) Second thing, you can say no. I'm super proud of myself when I was in the back room with Jungle that I told him, hey, let's stop being freaky. I'm not feeling good. Because in the past, I have jeopardized my well-being, put my well-being and pleasure and safety on the back burner in order to be accepted to please my sexual partner. And I've learned in life, besides evolution and love, one of the greatest things in life, one of the gifts is the ability to change one's mind. So I don't care if you got freaky with this individual 50 times in the past or if this was your first time, you can change your mind, you can say no, you can say stop. You're not obligated to follow through or carry out any sexual activity if you feel uncomfortable. Sex is about pleasure, comfort, feeling good. Lastly, actions speak louder than words. One of my role models said it herself, don't be dumb. People will show you who they are, and when they do, believe them. You know, when Jungle and I, we were interacting, I could tell that he knows how to treat a lady. One, he's a whole girl dad, so he knows what he would expect a boy to do when interacting with his daughter. So clearly he's not incapable of pleasing a woman, right? And when I had texted him straight up, I was like, hey, I would like to go on a picnic to Key West, that was his prime opportunity to have a date and spend time with me. But he didn't seize that opportunity. He just wanted me to come see him at his tattoo shop. I don't know if because he was broke, he didn't see a serious future with me, he was lazy, I don't know. But at the end of the day, he wasn't feeling me. So, Princess Holes, don't make these pursuers 
see the value in you. Don't pressure them to like you. Ain't no way around it. 2023, a nigga's one thing we don't need to chase. If he ain't feeling you, he ain't feeling you. So all my fellas, all my pursuers, first things first, be yourself. You know, you don't have to adhere to all the values and things that your culture likes. You know, something I admired about Jungle is that he knew multiple languages. He was into animals. He was not a stereotypical poppy. And I loved his gentle masculinity. You know, when it comes to being a man, power is not about force. It's about control. And I liked how he guided me through the process of getting the tattoo. He didn't say, do this, do that. But he was firm in helping me facilitate my decision-making. Because as I mentioned, women, we can be very indecisive. And he was very gentle but firm with helping me decide where to get the tattoo, what colors to choose. And I remember having a conversation with him, and he was very nurturing. When he couldn't hear me, he was like, hmm, what did you say? And it just turned me on. I was like, ooh, he probably uh, talks his daughter this way. Like, like, uh, like, you know how daddy talks to his daughter? Like, you're firm, but you're gentle. Mm, that's what gentle masculinity is. You know, you got to give that reassurance. So I just, I just liked his masculinity. Like, he was very self-assured in himself. And then secondly, don't be bragging. Flaunting will get you bit. You know, 48 laws of power say less than necessary. You know, Jungle, he was, I don't know, I think he was trying to show off when he was he broke down how to ask a woman on a date. You remember when that client came in, he was like, yo, you know, just just uh, let me know when you, when you want to go out. And Jungle broke it down like, no, that's not how you ask a woman on a date. You tell her this, this, that, and the third, ABC, X, Y, Z. Like, he clearly showed me that he was capable of planning a date, of pursuing a princess hoe. Just when our interactions, he wasn't feeling me. So that worked against him because I knew that he was capable of planning a date. So that's what made it real easy for me to back off. Like, oh, it's not that you're incapable. It's just that you don't see my worth, my value, that I'm worthy of going on a coordinated date. And that ended with me ignoring him, me losing interest. So lack of action, your princess hoe, your potential princess hoe is going to move on. You can't text her to death, comment on her social media posts her to death. Like princess hoes, we want to go out, we want to be shown off, we want a coordinated date, we want some effort. So that's my podcast. Thank y'all so much for listening. Make sure y'all subscribe to all my social media. I'm on TikTok, Instagram, Snapchat, the whole shebang. And Princess Hoes, remember that you're worth the effort and you're worth the pursuit. And if no one else loves you, Sweet Pasta does. Okay, I got to dip. I got to go. Bye.